worst nightmare is back. And the New England Patriots will be the first dynasty of the 21st century. Pass is intercepted at the goal line. Unreal. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? It's Justin. And your boy, Dan. And this is uh, episode 33 of You From The Cheap Seats. Uh, I know we've been real quiet <laughs> it's over been the a past... While. I think it's been like six weeks since we dropped an episode. Um, we uh, kind of apologize for that. There's not really a whole lot transpiring inside of Pat's Nation, aside from a couple good you know, free agency pickups, but... We're all about content. We're not just going to put out shit Yeah, we want quality over just quantity. Exactly. Yeah, we'd rather have you guys, you know, wait a little bit for an episode and have it be worth listening to as opposed to us just being like, man, I miss football. I miss football (laughs) too. I wish football would come back for, you know, 12 weeks straight. I'd rather give you guys something that you want to put on in the morning when you're driving to your horrible job. Exactly. We... There's no AAF anymore even, so it's not even like we could talk about that. Dude, our podcast has actually gone longer than the AAF did. Small uh, Business Saturday, baby. Cheers to that. Small Business Saturday. (laughs) Hmm. I had never thought of that before. That's funny as hell, though. (laughs) Right? We've lasted longer than a few shows. Yeah, we've lasted a lot longer than... The XFL the first time? Oh, another good thing is they say podcasts... Most podcasts don't make it past episode 7. We're on 33 right yeah, now, we're, and we're still building our fucking studio. On top of we already record, we already have a bunch of stuff we already recorded that we lost. Yeah, yeah, we lost a whole season's worth of fucking podcasts. That was big, big gay. Um, yeah, also, we're not doing this show at Pop's house, so if you hear like a dog whining and pitter-patters, that's my new dog, Samwell. Um... And I think in between the interim, my wife and I moved into our house. Yeah, your boy's making boss moves. Yeah, son. But uh, that's not what today's show is about, obviously. Uh, the NFL draft came and went, so it's the unofficial start of the next season, I guess. Let's go. Uh, and the Patriots made some picks, and I figured we would go through them with you and then grade how we think they did in the draft like every other football-based podcast or TV show. And the fact that Bill kept... As many picks as he did, mm. did has got me excited. Yeah, we're definitely low draft. Up. Yeah, he really fucking did, apparently. Um, also, I am just going to say this, and we're just going to move on, because I know the other guys in the show are going to want to have a say about this, but uh, Gronk, we miss you, bud. We love you. Please come back. Yeah. Other than that... That was such a dagger. Yep. Oh, my God. But we'll we'll get to that on a full cast episode, not a little... Two-man excursion. Um, But all right, so I guess we're just going to jump right into the draft picks that they made. So what I'll do is I'll give you the round they were picked in, what number they were picked, their name, their position, and the school they went to, and a couple facts I found online because obviously I'm too drunk and fat and stoned and lazy to, like, research all these people. Um, So I'm just going to go with what the talking heads at ESPN said. Um, So, yeah. So the Patriots picked in the first round, pick number 32, obviously. Uh, Do we live there? Uh, exactly. It's either 31 or 32. Like, <laughs> uh, but anyway, they got Nikhil Harry, wide receiver from Arizona State. Um, this obviously Everyone addresses, should be excited about him. This obviously addresses a major need on the New England Patriots because 
we have Julian Edelman and and you lost Gro- and Gronk's gone. You need another yeah. weapon on yep. offense. I mean, we have Josh Gordon still. Well, we have to wait on Josh Gordon. That's the problem. <laughs> um, like I told you yesterday, this is the first first round wide receiver Belichick's ever taken, and he's six two, like two thirty. Yeah, runs six, like two, a six, four five yeah. forty. Yeah, not the fastest guy in the world. Um, I wrote down that he does have trouble getting open a lot. He's not a huge like burner kind of guy. He's not a Brandon Cooks that is just gonna like blow bat it like blow past you at like seven hundred miles an hour. Um, but he's got the but hands. And that's the, the thing is he fights for every jump ball that comes his way. He'll go up for it. He'll hand fight. And if he's not going to catch it, he'll bat it down. If you want to see some of the best catches you've ever seen, watch his highlights in college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is insane. Very, very, very good. Um, all right, next pick. Round two. Pick number 45. Patriots select Joan Williams, cornerback from Vanderbilt. They actually moved up a couple spots to get him. We actually traded slots with the Rams to move up. I'm all right with that. I don't remember if they moved up like five. I think they moved up five or ten to get this guy. Uh, This dude, actually, I'm kind of excited about this dude. He's a cornerback at 6'3", 211. Jesus. So we got another, like, Browner or something. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Let's go. So um, he seems like a humble dude also. I watched, like, some interviews with him. He's just, like, real quiet, kind of reserved dude that's just going to come in and work. Um. I do have notes that he does have speed issues with obviously being that big. He's not yeah. the fastest. It's like Nikhil Harry, but on the other side of the ball. He's not going to be the fastest guy. Well, just put him in zone or something. It won't be as bad. Not yeah, or maybe, make, maybe move him to like free safety because that's, that's, that's what we did with Browner. We moved him to safety. Exactly. If you just need to sit uh, chunk. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. But then I also put down... From what I've seen of his highlights, his size definitely helps in the matchup game because there's, like, nobody he really can't cover. That's true. Because it's like if you put a tiny slot guy on him, he's going to tower over him. You put a normal wide receiver on him, he's the exact fucking well, same yeah, size I was as thinking, him. like, a Kelvin Benjamin type, but he would definitely be able to cover that. Yeah. And that's perfect. Yeah. All right, this dude I'm super fucking stoked about. Round three, pick number 77, Chase Winovich, linebacker from Michigan. Winnie. Dude, this guy is 6'2", 256. This guy, watching his highlights, dude, like no play is dead until that person is under Chase Winovich. (laughs) Like, he'll, like, they said, I have notes, he's wicked, wicked tenacious. Like, he just fucking fights until literally the play just stops. Um, Reminds me of me. (laughs) He had 13 and a half sacks in two seasons at Michigan. Um... They said one issue with him, though, is he might have trouble breaking the depth chart because linebacker, you have Hightower, you have Van Noy, you have Jawan Bentley, you have, uh, yeah, like a lot of bodies in the linebacker position. So if if he's going to play, then he's got to be something really fucking special that Belichick's season goes, oh, shit, yeah, we can tear up some fucking Plus, with that kind of depth, maybe he wants that. Yeah, because so, if he can learn, but that they way. also said that we could potentially use him on special teams, like a Nate Ebner style. Oh, he's, he's a Nate Ebner style body, like a big yeah. kind of well, blocky if he's thinking dude. For that, he's genius, <laughs> dude. Belichick, Belichick always like says the more you can do, and if he can play linebacker and play special teams, well, at this point, when you're trying just to build the like build the perfect team, you need players like that. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree, but I'm I'm excited. I'll show you some highlights of this dude after, but. He's pretty fun to watch. Um, 
All right, still in the third round, Patriots select at number 87, Damian Harris, running back from Alabama. Um, he's 5'10", 216. From what I've heard, he's a very north-to-south guy. He's not a don't-toss-him-don't-give-him-a-toss play. Mm-hmm. Give him a fucking slam right up the middle, right behind. Just put Devlin in front of him and just let this kid go behind him. And honestly, coming from Alabama, he's so he's already going to be used to that NFL offense type. Exactly, working under Nick Saban. Exactly. And Nick Saban and Belichick worked together for years. That's huge. So it's like, that's what Dante Hightower said in the America's Game thing. He's like, he's like I went from Nick Saban to Bo Belichick. He's like, he's like I'm not going to lie to you, it's been hell. He's like, but he's like, there's never a time where I don't feel like I'm the best and most prepared guy on the field when I'm back there. And that's why you're, that's why you always win. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, this is another guy that's probably going to get buried by the depth chart, though, at running back for the New England Patriots. And you have James White. You got Sonny Michelle, Rex Burkhead, Brandon Bolden. Oh, we got more than this. I'm just fucking high. Yeah, James White, Rex Burkhead, Sonny Michelle, Brandon Bolden. I swear to God, there's another one. I don't know. Whatever. But <laughs> still, though, he's <laughs> but still though he's going to be fifth on a row. Oh, Jeremy Hill. That's who I was wow. fucking thinking of. It's because he was hurt all the time. Son yeah. of a bitch, yes. I knew there was another one. My fucking hand would not let me put that finger down willingly. Yeah, Jeremy Hill. So he's fucking sixth. <laughs> Jeremy Hill is still the last one. But that's like that's still... That's, that's a... That's a that's a de- that's a deep fucking depth chart, man. That is real. That's real tough to deep. Beat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So if that kid's gonna break his fucking shit, he like I said about Winovich, he's got to do something real, real special. Well, that's another great thing about Belichick actually drafting people is it's gonna actually motivate the players to like want to be. Oh yeah, well we got one of those better. coming right up, sir. I don't know if I don't think it's the next pick, but we'll move to the next pick. Um, and then this is our last pick in the third round. Patriots at 101 select Yadni Kajust, offensive tackle from Yadney. West Virginia. 6'4", 312. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know much about this guy, but I did have two takeaways. Well, I, I tried to do one bad one. We will have a nickname for him soon. As soon as I'll we see up. him played. <laughs> I'll come up with something. Or we might just go, Yadni! <laughs> just because that seems yep. fun. That's um, probably going to happen. Yeah, at some point. Um, they said that this guy does have injury concerns. I guess he blew out his knee, like, his junior year. I mean, when you're that big. Yeah, exactly. But, um, they said this is a good project player for Dante Skarnecchia to, pro, like, turn into a fucking pro bowler his first year, probably. Got the Hall of Fame, like, maybe the greatest line coach of all time. Dude, Dante Skarnecchia is a fucking, he's a, he's a wizard. He's like a sorcerer. Um... All right, so that, yep, that was the end of the third round. So now we're in the fourth round, pick 118. Patriots select Yaldi Froholt, center slash guard from Arkansas. Um, the only notes I have about this guy is can play both center and guard should it be required, which I do like because a lot of guys don't translate when you ask him to block a different gap and shit like that. Exactly. It fucks them up. So I like that this dude is like a hybrid alignment kind of thing. You can just kind of plug and play. Um, another note I took down is you can honestly not have too much depth at offensive line. Exactly. There's so many injuries all the time. Well, it's also like it's one piece, but that's the most pieces on the field at one time. Cause you got like the quarterback that's one piece. 
You got the tight ends. That's maybe two pieces. You got the offensive line. That's at least like five dudes. Exactly. And one piece of that coming out can fuck up the whole thing. That's a great point. Yeah. So, so it's the yeah the best you have. Also, uh, cool fact about Yal De Froholt. Uh, I think I read online he is the only the second uh, NFL player ever drafted to be from Denmark. He came. I think he missed. I think I heard he moved to America when he was fourteen. Oh shit! Yeah, good for him. So goddamn fuck yeah, Yaldi. Yaldi, Denmark coming at you. Yeah, man. All right, still in the fourth round. Pick number one thirty-three. New England Patriots select Jarrett Stidham, quarterback, Auburn. So the kid six-two, two-eighteen. Uh, I guess he visited the Patriots before the draft happened. And Belichick always tries to target these late-round guys, especially if he meets with them, because obviously not everybody gets a phone call from Bill Belichick to come just have a meeting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess he visited the passer in the offseason. He was available in the fourth round, so we grabbed him. And uh, from what I've read, it's pretty normal for, like, if the Patriots, not just Patriots, but if a team drafts a quarterback and there's already, like, an, an older backup, basically this kid's just going to immediately swap with Hoyer. So he'll be Brady's backup kind of thing. Um I also don't really know what this means for Danny Etling, though. He's still on the practice squad, right? Yeah. But the Patriots aren't going to carry... Mean, f- I don't think we're going to carry four quarterbacks. He's going to be able to fight We've for done it. three, but I don't think we're going to expend another person in another position to carry a fourth fucking quarterback on the roster. That'll be dope to see who comes out on top, though. That's it's going to be Brady. That's why I love like, <laughs> like, it's paying attention Brady. to the Patriots. You, you, you never know who's going to be the next guy up. It's like, people think it's easy being a Pats fan. And, like, it it, it, it no, mostly it is. is. It is. But, dude, it's hard. Like, no, it's not, dude. Just dude. trying to remember all the good players. Dan. Tell Dan. I swear to God. <laughs> Dan, tell me this. Is it easy being a Pats fan when you play fantasy football and want to draft a Patriots running back? Yes. Our, that's, then it's that the is worst. not easy at all. That is the worst. Exactly. Because you don't know who the fuck's going to go off that player that that's, game. There's, yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not like the Rams, where every fucking run play. Yeah, is fun run fact: by Gurley. If you're playing fantasy football, never pick anyone on the Patriots unless it's the defense or Tom Brady, or Edelman. If you're in a PP, PPR league, that's true, because that dude does have like Yak Yard City, and Josh Gordon with the sleeper. But other that's than my, that, that's my first stay round. away. That's Running my, back, stay away. Honestly, man, I'll blow my first round on him, whether or not he's back. Don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'll do it. Be like, you know what? I'm Josh Gordon. I'm going to have to. You might have to because I might draft him first. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, another quarterback for the Patriots to work on. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't seen much from this kid. He's got a nice touch. He seems pretty accurate. His arm seems eh. Um, it doesn't look like he likes throwing into tight coverages, which in the NFL that'll you co- have to do. Yeah, that'll come with confidence is oh it will it will but it's just like it's if this, he's gonna work out college football's it doesn't look a lot different from nfl football but there's a pretty noticeable difference in the game 100 percent. it's so much faster well not only that like you're playing around people your own fucking age everybody in college football is about the same amount of experience as you are in the nfl you're a rookie quarterback and you got a guy like ray lewis who killed a guy in the backfield <laughs> trying to kill you and he's been in the league what nine years by this point like he knows exactly what you're doing before you do and he's going to fucking Tear yeah. you apart. That's absolutely true. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it's like, everybody's like, I'm hyped to be here. And then like, they're like, oh, 
These guys are yeah. actual... Meanwhile, this quarterback's been like, not sleeping at yeah. all because he's mm-hmm. got Ray Lewis the next week. Exactly. And Ray Lewis is sleeping like a fucking baby because he knows exactly or what he needs to do to terrify what this defense guy. defense is playing Tom Brady. Yep. yep. Like, you're not sleeping, man. Because you know Tom's not sleeping either. He's exactly. Like watching yeah. film, he's like, I'll get my three hours, slam down nine of these vegan protein granola bar whipped cream snack things, and he's like, then I'm just going to go fucking shit and up. And he still take, takes pounds of notes. Yeah. On everything. Like, that's why he's the greatest. Yep. All right. Moving on to round five. Pick 159. Byron Coward, defensive tackle from Maryland. 6'3, 298. He comes off as kind of a niche player. Like, mm-hmm. it's third and third and seven, let's say. He's the Trey Flowers guy who's just like, go get the quarterback. Just get to oh, yeah. the quarterback kind of guy. So he, I don't see this guy being a three down player on defense. Yeah, um, just another role player. Exactly, I'm but I'm but they're actually projecting him just to land on the practice squad, also because of depth at the defensive line, because that's another thing that we like to pour a lot of our resources into. The lines where it's at, you have to build it up if you're gonna be one of the, if you're gonna fight for the Super Bowl every year, you have to have a good line. Absolutely, that's 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 essential. on both sides of the ball. Yep. All right, uh, so I think we're still in the fifth round, right? Yep. yep. So, we only made two picks in the fifth round. Pick 163, Jake Bailey, punter, Stanford. Um, I wrote down that Ryan Allen just signed a one-year extension with the Patriots. So, Ryan Allen is in the last year of his deal. Which, everyone, please try to appreciate Ryan as much as possible. Because he's one of the greatest punters we've ever seen. Straight up. Dude's a monster. Dude's a beast. He just makes that shit look so fucking easy. Dude, that Houston Texans game. I go back to that every time this comes up about how good Ryan is. He can take over games. He literally could, dude. Like I said, they said their starting position for the Texans was like inside their 10. The entire fucking game. Because of Ryan Allen. An offense cannot start like that ever. (laughs) Not consistently like that. No. 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 Because it's going to take you fucking forever to fucking get like three on the board, let alone seven. I don't, I don't, I don't mind this. I think it's good. I think it'll trade. I think it'll challenge Ryan Allen because we're either going to get Jake Bailey, who apparently Bilicek thinks is better than Ryan Allen, or we're going to get Ryan Allen, who wants to get fucking paid, and he'll play like a fucking monster this season. I will say, though, hopefully we don't see much of either of them because touchdowns forever. Yep. You know it's a bad game yep. when you see your punter eight times. Yeah, it's, you're never having a good game when Ryan Allen's your most valuable player that day. Exactly. Oh, man. Um, all right. So we actually had no picks in the sixth round. I guess we traded out. Um, we only made one pick in the seventh round. Uh, seventh round, pick 252, Ken Webster, linebacker, Mississippi. 5'10", 203, but here's where this dude becomes a fucking freak. Four. Four four three forty, and a vertical forty three inch vertical. How wait? How big did you say he was? Again? Five ten two oh three, four four three forty, Jesus and a Christ. fucking forty three inch vertical. Jesus, <laughs> we got this dude in the seventh round, dude. It's a it's another Sproles baby. Yeah, Whew. so I don't know. We'll see what happens. They're saying he's going to be a likely special teamer, Cohen, but. Yeah. But yeah, they're saying likely special teams guy unless he can carve out a role for himself. Yeah, that's next level speed though. That's what <laughs> dude four four. Th- but dude, dude, wait, what position do you think he plays? Running back? No, he's a linebacker, dog. Dude, yeah, 
That's I why I was like extra hype about this dude. Like he's like, that's that's a linebacker that's at four four three. Speed. Oh my and god! At forty three inch vertical. That's a linebacker. Damn. <laughs> no one is outrunning him. Yeah, that's a lot of grown man shit. Um, but yeah, that's that's all the picks that the Pats made this year. I like it. Um, I, like I guess we'll them. get into the grade. I'm gonna give them a solid A. They addressed most of the needs that they needed, with the exception of tight end. But Ben Watson, sup dog? Hey, Welcome Watson, back. Let's go. Welcome back, dog. Him and Austin Safarian Jenkins. We might have another two headed monster on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, Safarian Jenkins be really is a bad planet, man. dude. We might be fucking up the planet, dog. As long. Man, <laughs> just and about it. and there's rumors flying around that before the season starts, we're gonna trade for uh, AJ Green. To kill Harry, I mean, AJ Green, and Josh Gordon as your wide receivers with Julian Edelman over the middle. I'm pretty sure every <laughs> other team is just gonna wave their white flags, man. They're gonna if have that, to. They're gonna have to. AJ Green and uh, and on top of uh, the team AJ is already Green, disgusting. AJ Green, Nikhil but, Harry, Julian Edelman. Josh Gordon. Those are your fucking four receivers. To and Tom, Philip Dorsett. Tom Brady throwing the ball, though. Yeah, with Tom the Brady. The greatest quarterback of all time throwing to these. And with Ben Watson and Austin Safarian Jenkins out there. If that doesn't make you excited as a Pats fan. And Sony Michelle in the backfield. You're watching the wrong sport. Or Dude, straight up, man. I'm, so, I'm going to go full KG, man. <laughs> like, I'm going full KG. Man, <laughs> man I'm so hyped right now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm going to give him a solid A. I think we addressed most of the holes that we needed to fill in the draft. And there's obviously still time to grab somebody with the trade deadline not being until, what, October? Somewhere in that range. Exactly. We got plenty of time to add up another couple pieces. And Belichick doesn't just waste draft picks. Oh, no, 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 no. So if he's picking these guys, there's something there. Yeah, there's something worth being picked. There's a reason he mm-hmm. picked them. Mm-hmm. But, all right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Um... Yeah, I'm going to show you some of those fucking new guy highlights. Um, yeah, so, yeah, sorry we've been so fucking quiet lately, guys. Shit's been, like, hella busy for me personally with the dog and the house and all the other bullshit. We have all of our podcasting equipment. I know we told you guys this before. We have all of our new studio Many shit. Times. The problem yeah. is, is the studio itself is filled with trash that... We need to get rid of, but I'm not talking like, oh, like, there's, like, a little bit of, like, shit on that. No. This is floor-to-ceiling clothes piles of shit <laughs> that are all going to be thrown in a dumpster because the room is legitimately full. And then we were going to clean the hell out of that room, hook up all of our stuff, set up the studio, and then by next season, like season season, our audio quality shall double, triple, quinfuckle. I don't know. We're doing that for you. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Audio quality does make a big difference. I also apologize at the amount of reverb that's going to be in this video because my living room is stupidly big and I don't have enough furniture and shit in here to quell the noise. So I apologize if you hear anything that sounds tinny or like echoey. Um, but yeah, we're going to do a full cast show soon, I'm sure. I mean, it's May right now. We got training camp starting next month. We're getting into the throes of it. We're going to find out who, who's battling for what position. We're going to find out more about what's going on. Cause we'll, like, we'll try and, and put an episode, episode out on that. Like, how absolutely. the position battles absolutely. are going. Yeah, and once, we start getting, um, once we start getting more into the, 
the dog days of summer and the hype fucking let's go days of the NFL season. And there's actually reports of, or we'll actually be able to see these new guys in the exactly. Yeah, because once yeah, once we even get into yeah, like August, see the preseason and games, see all the backup are, guys, see the guys yeah. that are battling for positions, see how they do under the bright lights and you know on TV and shit. See and how those play, guys do. And players' and then, reactions exactly, and then we can break down those games and go, exactly. oh, you know, Brady went, you know, eight for twelve for you know seventy-eight yards and a touchdown, like solid night exactly. for Brady playing only one drive or two drives I mean, or whatever. If you were ever worried about Brady, he is still the goat. <laughs> That's fucking movie. But yeah, no, we're gonna get back into it very soon, guys. We hope we don't think you we're you know we're abandoning you because we do love the show. It's no, just setting up the love doing this. Setting up the studio is just a huge pain in the ass, and there's not a lot for us to talk about this time not of year. That we hate you guys, but it's like we we would do this anyways. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna do this no matter what. Yeah, even if you don't fucking listen. That's how much. That's how much we love this. Also, uh, anybody if at Insa or anybody that knows anybody at Insa, please sponsor our show. I will take. If you're, if you're ever in East Hampton, Massachusetts... Dude, go to Insta. Buy Ecto Cooler. Holy shit. It you sounds will, terrifying, but... Kids, you'll go to space. <laughs> you'll go to literal space. Literal space. My God. Yeah, we're we high. were spacebound. <laughs> yeah, we were fucking astronauts last night, dog. Holy shit. Cheers to being astronauts last night, dog. Let's go. Fuck, man. Mm. That was a lot. But anyway, we love you guys. You'll hear from us soon enough. Please follow us on Twitter. I've been roasting people lately. It's been kind of my jam. Uh, at Cheap Seat Pod. You can follow me at Justin Cheap Seat. You can follow Dan at Dan underscore Cheap Seat. Um, I'll try and use my Twitter more. I'll start roasting people also. There you go. I just go <laughs> I just go at like players I think are douchebags or like fans of the Chiefs who I'll literally tried to say I'm on the radio. Do you hear that guy on the radio? Which one? guy on Kansas City Radio called in and said that it was the kids' fault that Tyreek Hill beat the shit out of him. He said no kids. He said all kids are a nightmare. And the guy in the radio screamed at him, told him to lose the number and never call back. Uh, we need a plague. <laughs> and people think people... And then everybody crucified Boston for throwing a beer on this guy and flipping him off. Guess what? Guess what? They're We're lucky. the hero you all deserve. <laughs> They're lucky they... That's all he, they did. Come on now. <sighs> Fuck that guy. Jesus Christ. I think the Chiefs are going to go 7-9 and nine this season. Yeah, Tyreek Hill's career is over. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there with Ray Rice not doing shit. <laughs> Fucking idiots. But anyway, we love you guys. Like I said, follow the Twitter. I'll let you guys know when we're going to be recording new episodes and all that fun shit. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah, follow our Twitter. Uh, we're like halfway home, guys. We're getting into summer, and that means we're getting into the end of the end of football season. Let's go. Uh and I know everybody wants football back because we all want to see banner number six, which Jesus is Christ, which is football, which is hanging in Gillette Stadium right now, but they have it covered up. But Woo. I cannot we fucking wait until September eighth at eight thirty when we come out and just cock slap around the Pittsburgh Steelers on national television, dropping in, no dropping. England. I love that we're dropping six banners against the only other team that has six banners. Sir. I know the no. See, I know the NFL did this. Sometimes shit. Sometimes you just gotta flex. No, bro. see, I know the NFL did this shit though because it's the hundred years of the NFL. Well, that's dope. Next season, so. Well, I, plus it's Pittsburgh finally coming to New England. Yeah, what the fuck? We're ready for this. <laughs> dude, we're, dude, they're not. Denver's next. <laughs> they're not. They're not, dude. Denver's not. Not. Joe Flacco's gonna come. What's left of Joe Flacco's gonna come? It's gonna up be in exciting here. to see. I don't know how they're gonna turn out because they technically mm. kind of have the potential. You know what? They have James Conner and Juju. It could be a good game. Hmm. I just had an idea for our next episode. 
We'll talk to you guys pretty soon, all right? We love you guys. Dang. Later.